Hello and welcome to Secrets of a Virtual Boss. I'm Michael Brody, your host and the founder of virtualstuff.ph, the Philippines outsourcing marketplace. If you've not already subscribed, do so now and you're going to be updated with all the latest episodes. Today's show is about virtual assistants. You've probably heard of them. They get talked about a lot. And there is some big misconceptions on what a virtual assistant is, what they actually do. I'm going to break it down for you in today's show, and I'm going to give you some some golden nuggets that I've discovered from being in the trenches and working with hundreds of virtual employees here in the Philippines, as well as thousands of people who've, who've used virtualstaff.ph. And also, later in this episode, I'm going to be giving you my five crucial question test. This is really important. It, it, it's, gonna, it's, it's what every business owner should ask themselves before deciding if hiring a virtual assistant is, is worth it for them. Remember, a virtual assistant can be a game changer, but it, it's not the best option for everybody, like everything. So let's start with what exactly is a virtual assistant? So many people lump all overseas workers, usually people here in the Philippines, in this virtual assistant category. If they don't cost the same as the US, the UK, or, or you know, some similar country, and they happen to live in the Philippines, then somehow they're all virtual assistants or VAs or that kind, you know, this, this virtual assistant thing. This needs to be corrected because it, it, it can cause you to really miss out on the opportunities of what outsourcing the Philippines is. If you go into hiring virtual staff in the Philippines with this everybody I hire is a VA kind of mindset, virtual assistant mindset, there's going to be a lot of VAs and virtual assistants in the Philippines. In fact, don't get me wrong, you can, you can choose from loads of them. There's, there's thousands of skilled virtual assistants on virtualstaff.ph, for example. However, hiring a VA or a virtual assistant is not the best thing to do if you're looking for a, a specialist type of employee or a, a, a virtual staff or a remote worker. You'd be better off hiring talent or, or virtual staff based in the Philippines in dedicated positions like um, video editor, bookkeeper, accountant, customer support specialist, that kind of thing. Think about it this way, okay? So what would you, what would the job position be called if you were to hire somebody locally in an office in your home country? Would they be called a virtual assistant or would they be called, for example, a customer support rep or a video editor? You know, those are just example, examples, by the way, but you know, I'm sure you get the drift of what I mean. So what is a virtual assistant? Is it a myth? Is it something cooked up by, you know, the info world? Is it, is it some kind of legend passed down by the outsourcing gods? No, it's basically an admin assistant, a personal assistant, who can usually do a lot more than what a typical admin assistant could do. They also, by the way, the name kind of gives it away, but they also happen to work virtually or remote. Let's say, okay, so let's say you're an online business person you need someone to help you out with a few different things. Uh, say you're a coach or a realtor or something like that. It, yeah, let's use that business as an example. It's perfect for it. You don't have the work available to hire a specialist in one particular position. You don't need a customer support rep or a graphic designer to be working full-time or, or, or even part-time for your business. But you do need to be able to get off your plate a load of stuff so you can maximize your time or simply you want more time back. Put yourself back in control, back in the driver's seat. A virtual assistant in that case is perfect for you. You can hire somebody in the Philippines for a fraction of what it costs somewhere like the States, the UK, Australia, Canada, etc. And if you hire a good virtual assistant, they're going to be able to do a variety of things for you. Think of stuff like posting on social media, replying to customers. 
some admin stuff, uh, follow-ups, maybe scheduling, some basic graphic things. You could maybe, they could maybe use, you know, a tool like Canva or something similar. Then a virtual assistant could be a godsend for you. You're going to free up time, increase your value of your time, outsource a task you don't want to do, and you're going to be able to get back control of how your time gets spent. This is the crucial part. I mean, you know, getting back time and maximizing what you do with that time is what hiring a virtual assistant really comes down to. If, however, you're a business looking at hire dedicated positions to fill roles that you'd usually hire somebody locally for, then a virtual assistant is probably not the best fit. Instead, go hire... By the way, apologies, I'm uh, actually at a foundation that I'm a part of here in the Philippines, which is to do with uh, animal rescue. And I'm recording the podcast from here because I'm going to be here for the next few days. Uh, so if there's a little bit of background noise that you don't usually get on my uh, my shows, I do apologize in advance for that, but I, I had limited time to be able to do the show when I could record it, so I had to just go with it. <laughs> anyway, so back to what I was saying. So um, is it worth the money? Well, depends on how much your time is worth, what you do with the time you get back. I always tell people this, okay? So you have a monetary cost to your time. Yes, you want to maximize that. It's important. However, you also have a time cost that often gets forgotten by some of these, you know, infomegalomaniacs. And this is the fact that every hour you get a little older, your limited time gets depleted. So, for example, is there really a monetary value in being able to free up times so you could do, you know, a few extra mini breaks or holidays with your family? You know, what about going to the kids' sports games or taking a trip with your partner because you no longer need to put in the silly hours to do a lot of monotonous stuff that that now gets outsourced or farmed off to your virtual assistant. I know some people are going to tell you, sell, 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 earn, earn, earn. Yes, money is important. I'm not going to stand there and tell you it's not. It is. I mean, anybody living in the real world knows it is important. But memories are also equally as important. And one day, we're all going to be lying on our deathbeds. We're going to be looking back. We're going to be either reminiscing with enthusiasm or we're going to look back with regrets. Personally, I want the best of both worlds. I want to earn more. I also want to control my time. That's what drove me to hire a virtual assistant in the first place. It's what drives a lot of people. They look at it, they weigh it up, and they say, well, wow, this this looks like it's a win-win. I can get the best of both worlds. Once I discovered the cost savings, okay, I then went about building an entire virtual team in the Philippines. I now employ hundreds of people in the Philippines across my businesses. Leverage is the word you're going to get here, get bandied about in books and info things and that kind of thing. It's true. Leverage is crucial. But the key to leveraging time is by delegating things, and the key to earning more for your time is by increasing the value that your business delivers to its customers. So, of course, to get more customers, you need them to notice you. In today's day and age, you need to do things like post online, create how-tos, do stuff that not that long ago was like something out of cuckoo land. Another reason why I hired my first virtual assistant was because I hated doing a lot of that stuff. I knew I needed to do it, but I didn't enjoy doing it. I didn't want to do it. The nature of my business and what I do, I need to have some exposure. And that's why I do some specialist content like these podcasts, the odd blog, an occasional LinkedIn article. However, I'm not really a fan of social media. I try my best to avoid social feeds. I, to me, a social feed's like the plague. I know the traps, I'm only human, and I, I, I know that if I put all these things in front of me, I'm going to fall into them. I'd see something posted that annoyed me on some feed, some irrelevant thing that, that shouldn't even get into my head on a typical day. And then I'd, I'd wasted my valuable time. You scroll a bit more uh, and you dampen your mood for the day. You know, 
I don't want to do that. So to get away from those distractions or things that would get me riled up and annoyed, I instead outsource those kind of tasks to my virtual assistant. I, I don't mean I outsource the get annoyed, riled up part, <laughs> but what I mean is the posting and things like that. So I didn't have to be there. I now just keep a few messaging apps on my phone. However, I don't have Facebook, Twitter, I don't have an email on my phone. I deleted the Gmail app thing. I try to keep these shows short and sweet, like everything I do, okay? And as promised, because I did tell you at the start of the show that I'm going to do this, I'm going to give you the five crucial question test that any business owner, you included, must ask themselves before deciding if hiring a virtual assistant is going to be worth it for them and their business, okay? So question one, what tasks would your virtual assistant be doing? Question two, do you have a budget of between... Three and ten dollars an hour. Between this range, you're going to be able to hire the cream of the crop in terms of virtual assistants. You can just actually you could just go to virtualstep.ph now. You can see for yourself what the current rates are. With hundreds of thousands of people on there, uh, virtual assistants and and virtual staff like like remote workers. So you can choose from whatever works best for you. Number three, what will you do with the time that you get back once you delegate these tasks to your virtual assistant? Four, are you looking to hire somebody long term? For me. Personally, hiring a great virtual assistant is about taking a long-term outlook. If not, just hire some freelancers, do some quick projects, and move on. Question five. How would hiring a virtual assistant impact your life and the performance of your business? Personally, I'd look at this in two ways. Look at it from a business perspective. What tasks can you outsource to your virtual assistant or have them doing that's going to free up your time to be able to do more high-value high, high tasks? And again... Ask yourself, what would you be doing with the time if it's, you know, some personal stuff that you want to be doing, like spending more time with family and things like that. What would those tasks be outsourced? How would that impact your life? So anyway, so ask those questions. Then after you've done that, consume a bit more content and decide for hiring if, if hiring a virtual assistant is going to be worth the money and worth it in general for you. I'd suggest, okay, so this is what my suggestion would be. I'd suggest after listening to this podcast, this show, go check out the Ultimate Salary Guide for hiring virtual assistants, virtual staff in the Philippines. We update this every year, so it's always up to date. It's free and it's downloadable. It's a, it's a guide. You're going to be able to see exactly how much it costs to hire a virtual assistant, plus some, some top tips based on my in-the-trenches experience. I've posted the link so you can easily download it. You can download the Ultimate Guide for Hiring a Virtual Assistant on a link somewhere on this page. <laughs> um, click it, it'll take you there. It'll probably ask you for a, a... No, yeah, click it. It'll then probably ask you for an email and then it will email you the, the free guide. Anyway, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, share it with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe and like it, and we'll notify you when the new episode gets released. Give it an uplit tick or whatever it is if, if, if you enjoyed it as well. That would be much appreciated. And again, I appreciate you choosing my podcast. I know there's a lot of options out there, and I'm going to see you on the next episode. For now, goodbye. <laughs>